Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Now, Rick, Trey may not know this, but I pretty much make a copy, so I always have it at my fingertips, that when Trey is on, I can I can refer to a particular story that Trey has written. Hmm. This one was written December the 28th at 628, at least that's when I got it, 628 in the morning. Here's the headline. And he must have known something when he wrote this story. It says, Arkansas's defense could have issues with proficient Kansas offense. Hmm. Trey, what did you what why didn't you share all this with us? <laughs> I did. It's in the you article. Did. Well it's in the article. Okay, okay. I'm talking about here on Drive Time Sports. Yeah, it it was in the article. I don't I think maybe when I wrote it I don't maybe we weren't on air the next day, but uh yeah, it didn't look like that was gonna be a big problem early on in the game, but obviously things um Things got a little sideways before Arkansas was able to, to finish things off. But, uh, yeah, I just watched video of Jalen Daniels, and I looked at the stats. Jalen Daniels is an electric quarterback. Uh, he can throw the ball, and he can run. And, uh, you know, they've only, they'd only given up, I think, nine sacks on the year going into that game. Uh, so I knew that they could protect him, and they also were one of the top rushing offenses in the country when you talk about yards per carry. They might have been one. They, they were up there, and they didn't do anything bad on offense. Um, Arkansas, I think there's a few th- few reasons why the game got in the situation um, that it did. You know, Arkansas, there was a couple of bad penalties there at the end of the game that, that hurt Arkansas on offense. Um, the one where Bryce Stevens got hit with a personal foul, I still can't understand that. It just absolutely blows my mind. That, that ended that drive for them uh, in the second half, and they had a drive going. Uh, the penalty that they got also, uh, I, I can't remember who was blocking. It might have been Matt Landers, but um, he was called for a, a pick, I guess, on the Rashad DeBinion catch that would have converted to third down. Those two killed drives for Arkansas where they might have gone down and scored. Um, so that was a couple of, you know, bad issues. There was there were plenty of other problems. The, the, I've said, anybody watch my walk and talk, this is one of the worst officiated games that I have ever seen in my life. And, it's mainly because of the referee's insistence, I guess, on interjecting themselves in key mm-hmm. moments of the game. Um, I also think it's interesting, you know, you hear, well, Arkansas got complacent. They weren't aggressive enough. Well, they, third, they threw on third and three with like three minutes something left. They threw a ball mm-hmm. down the field that yeah. pretty much should have iced the game. They ran that end around with, with Matt Landers, which was a successful play, but the referees um, were – they're stupid or something. I don't know. I don't know. They don't know the rules. It wasn't a fumble, but, but the video I mean, like, people, literally it almost the feels like people. they need to investigate hey. something on, on this game. Look, uh, the, the officials may not out. know the but rules. Trey, I watched Trey. that. I watched that call over and over and over. Guys. I bet I watched it 20 times. Yeah. It's not a fumble. It's not. It's but, not a fumble. Game over. Trey, Rick, I can you, barely hear you for talking. You, you, you can't blame the officials. It's the video people that should have overturned yeah. it. And that's that's where the, been the problem is. But you can blame the officials for two piss, missed pass interference calls in the first half. But Arkansas might have been ahead forty-five to thirteen at halftime if they'd have gotten those two calls. Right. So, just to go over, 
first of all, Kansas was hit with one penalty in three and a half quarters, and it was the shove on K.J. Jefferson out right. of bounds. Right. Which I thought was also egregious. I mean, there's no way you can't call that. One penalty for nine yards, and that was yeah. the play that it was on. That's right. And the next play after that, it's clearly pass interference. I mean, yes. you cannot knock the crap out of the wide receiver right before he catches the ball That's right. and intercept it. Right. it. It was clearly pass interference, and it wasn't called. Um, they also reversed. Now, Arkansas was guilty of a lineman downfield on that one play where they they uh, they uh, changed the call on pass interference uh, with Matt Landers on that throw down the sideline. Right. Um, he was clearly – I don't know if it was pass interference. I thought it might have been holding. holding. I think it might have happened before the ball was thrown. But it was – I mean, he was clearly pulled, and it disrupted his route. I think if he's not tugged there, he catches that ball uh, because it was just, just out in front of him. Uh, but there were just so many things. The targeting penalty at a goal line situation with the game on the line is the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen. And I really hope Arkansas submits that for review and gets Quincy McAdoo, uh, his, his half of football, back in the, in the Little Rock game next year because he'll miss a half of football. Uh, that was just atrocious. I, I could not believe in a situation like that where you're at the goal line, you're going to call a target. Now, even, even calling it, I think it's an exception with, but the fact that they called it and then reviewed it, because I've seen targeting called this year plenty of times, not in that exact situation, but in similar situations where, you know, the helmet basically grazed the side and he's going down the ground, being taken down. It's not, uh, it's not a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not, he's not trying to like punish him or, or anything like that. Uh, I just thought that was absolutely ridiculous that 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 flag was thrown. But more than anything, the fumble. I mean, the the fumble, the Matt Landers fumble was just absolutely absurd. That that uh, now Arkansas also did some things on defense. Arkansas's defense played absolutely terrible, especially the back. And, and I, I'll say this: really, just a couple of guys. I mean, I don't like calling out players, but Hudson Clark and Simeon Blair, neither of those guys played very well at all in this game. Nope. And one reason that they threw for 500-something yards. The referees definitely played their part in giving Kansas an opportunity. In Kansas, you got to credit them for taking advantage of those opportunities. Uh, but the back end of Arkansas's defense really struggled. I thought there was probably about three or four other times also that they really could have and probably should have called holding. Um, a couple of times I thought were egregious where they didn't call it. And again, one penalty for nine yards. That's, that's just ridiculous. Uh, I asked Sam Pittman about every penalty that came to my mind in the press conference afterwards, and he didn't want to comment on it. And I was like, there's Pac-12 referees. I don't know if you'll get fined or not. <laughs> but uh, he wasn't willing to take that risk. But um, anyway, Arkansas came back and won the game. I do feel like you get a little bit more momentum if you come off of a blowout win and, you know, win by 15 points like they should have done had that fumble not occurred. Because after that, Arkansas is in victory formation had that fumble not been called. So... Um, I feel like you had a little bit more momentum going into the offseason, but eventually some of that stuff will fade away and, you know, you'll remember that you you won your last game. And it's important to win your last game because we've been stewing on that Missouri game for 32 days up until this one. So um, it's important to win your last game and, and carry some momentum into the into the offseason. But um, I do think it's interesting. There's so much, like Kansas fans have been talking trash to me and Arkansas fans on Twitter, almost like they won the game. And it's just like, you guys just lost, you, you lost seven of your last eight games and you're talking trash. But I guess that's just Kansas football. 
Uh, the uh, targeting call, do you realize who threw the penalty flag? Who? The white hat, who was at least yeah. 10 yards he away, 30 worst. feet away from the play, which in this case it was where he was being shielded by the quarterback who was the running back, and consequently he's throwing a flag on a play. He doesn't have really the right and proper angle to know whether or not it was targeting or not. So that yeah, was, he was – I felt like he was the worst out of all of them. Um, oh. And, you know, at the end of the game, too, I mean, Bill not throwing that ball – 10 yards high out of the back of the end zone where there was no chance of any kind of penalty. I feel like they would have found something. Sure. <laughs> could have. That's Pass almost what it felt like. Yeah. Well, they would, again, have, they would have found something if it wasn't just so like, oh, okay, there's not much we can do about that. Trey, to your, <laughs> to your point, I think the SEC will review the targeting and they'll overturn it. And I think uh, he'll be able to play the whole game next year. But there again, you can say it doesn't matter who threw the flag. The video people looked at it. Yeah. And they should have overturned it. And that's that's where you mm-hmm. think, well, what's the deal? These aren't Pac-12 schools. The Pac-12 doesn't benefit no matter who wins. What's the deal? Just wanting the SEC to lose, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. And, Maybe. yeah. I mean, I, I, I always think it's just incompetence usually. But, I mean, this is hard not to look at and just like, wow. I mean, they're, yeah. like, trying to create a scenario here that, I don't know, the, the betting line was two and a half points. I don't know if that had something to do with it or not, <laughs> or if they had the over or what. But uh, in, anyway, it's I usually point to incompetence when people point to conspiracies with referees, but this is just like, man, it's just – and I don't know, it felt like the tide turned a little bit too, and Sam was in their ear hard time. Like, I don't know if you – I went I went back and watched it. Uh, I just got done with it a little while ago. I've been traveling. I slept in until about 10 o'clock this morning because I stayed up working. Um, but I just finished watching the game a little while ago, but – Sam was really in their ear at halftime, and it kind of reminded me of the Virginia Tech game when Brett Bielema, there was that weird punt play where Brett was arguing that it should be Arkansas's ball when nobody would have expected that it would be Arkansas's ball, and, you know, pointed to all this stuff, and it took forever, and they ended up giving the ball for Arkansas. And from that point on, I think Arkansas might have been up 24 at that point. From that point on, uh, it was all Virginia Tech after that. And it kind of reminded me of a situation like that, like they had an axe to grind against him because he was, you know, ticked off that they didn't call the the targeting penalty, or excuse me, the the pass interference penalty, which they should have. And I'm still mind blown by the the Bryce Stevens deal. And it it, it stinks that, you know, I felt like even on my walk and talk, it's all I talked about. But, I mean, what what a showing by K.J. Jefferson and, um, Rashad DeBinion and A.J. Green, you know, there were some and, – and Marion Harris stepping in. I start uh, to say, co- you know, co- Trey, Trey, co-player yeah. of the game, Marion Harris. Yeah, yeah. You gave him co-player great. of the game. <laughs> well, well he, I'm just saying, I mean, he, I mean this young man stepped in there. I doubt yeah. he had any kind of thought that he might have even yeah. getting into the game yesterday or last night, however you want to say it. He probably had no clue that he was going to play. And then when Crawford goes down, next man up, and it's Harris, and they did not miss a beat. It was good to see him get some action. And so many other – Jaden Wilson had a, had a yep. real nice game. Yep. And Bryce Stevens did some really good things. And, you know, we saw more of Jackson Woodard. And I don't think we ever saw Manny Powell out there. Uh, but Jordan Crook, we saw a good bit of him. And, 
Um, you know, Jalen Lewis, who I tried to call Jarquez McClellan last, <laughs> last time I talked to y'all. Uh, but Jalen Lewis got some action, too. It was good to see some of those young guys. But just with, you know, everything that had gone on, being down to 48 scholarship players and also losing Rocket Sanders in the first quarter and losing to Kias Crawford, who's your backup right guard in the first quarter, you know, just those things on top of it. And I also think the defense got probably gassed. That's – you know, you did not need that to go to be a fourth-quarter game with the, the roster that Arkansas had and just not the ability to rotate players probably the way they wanted to. But I think they got a little bit gassed. But also, I, don't, I just don't – Arkansas has an opportunity in the transfer portal. January 4th would be big. Uh, I would really like to see them get a couple of nice safeties that, that can come in and start for them. I think that would – really be, I don't want to say transformative for the defense, but it would make a huge difference, I think, for the for the back end of the defense if they could get a couple of really nice-looking safeties to come in and, and, and help them. I think, they're, I think they've got some, you know, quality at cornerback with McLaughlin and, and Quincy if he still plays cornerback next year. I think he will. I think he's just playing so well there. Mm-hmm. So um, they got some good young linebackers. Um, still would like to see them add some linebackers, some more linebackers. They got one already out of the portal, but um, yeah, and you know, defensive line they got their edge guy. I don't, I'm not so sure defensive line is a huge need, but you'd always like to see them add another big guy if they can. Uh, but they did help hold Kansas to 59 rushing yards, and that's a team that, again, I'm, I'm pretty sure if they don't lead the nation, they're top five in yards per carry, and they held them to 59 yards. And Very your point about maybe getting a little tired, Kansas had 90 offensive plays, and that yep. doesn't count any two-point conversions because those don't count in your statistics. So 90 offensive snaps, that'll make you tired. Yep. That will. A lot of running. Let's talk to Tony. Tony, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, I sure do. Uh, first of all, I want to say, well, I'm proud of K.J. Jefferson. He just, great. He just uh, – he uh he had the mojo, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. He was a warrior. I want to run the numbers. I haven't done it yet, Tony. But KJ was yeah. right there on Brandon Allen's all-time record for pass efficiency. And the interception, you know, obviously knocked him down. The you know knocked his numbers down a little bit. I want to run the numbers and see what his efficiency rating would have been if he hadn't had that interception called against him because I think he might have been might have potentially broken. I agree with you guys it's the worst refereeing I've ever seen in my lifetime. I mean that's awesome. Go back to Florida two thousand and eight. That's about that's about the worst I've seen. At <laughs> <laughs> the end of the game oh, against wow. Auburn. That wasn't like a terribly officiated game until uh that that play at the end. Yeah, just like the on Kansas side it was you had to beat the referees too. But uh, I want to ask you on recruiting. But I'm glad we won. Thank God we won. Uh, yep. On the recruiting deal, uh, there's four. I'm hoping we can get these four. I hope we'll get a kicker, like Randy said last night. We need a punter. <laughs> a punter? And we need, uh, yes. A punter. Mm. Isn't there a All-American kicker from Coffeyville? Did he commit to Arkansas punter? A punter did commit, yes. As a preferred walk-on? Yeah, yes. All right. All right. And what about us? Do we need a snapper? Is that right, our center? A snapper is coming. No, they, yes. they have, I don't, did Eli Stein play? 
No. I don't know if he played. He had an injured hand. No, he did not. Finger or something. But he's, I mean, he's he's been a quality snapper for them, so they're fine there. I was going to ask you about Ra Ra from uh, Mississippi State, that receiver. Is there, what's the if chance he's going of to Georgia. getting him? And, oh, he's going to Georgia. He's going well, to Georgia, yeah. Well, do you think we can sign another, any other receivers in that? I mean, transfer portal? And, yeah, uh, absolutely, and, I think they will. And, you know, when okay. it always bugs me a little bit when I see somebody like with the last name of Ham or – Pig or something like that when they don't when they're not a Razorback. Um, but Ra Ra Thomas, Danny had one of the best headlines, um, you know, because it's in the fight song. Never fear, Ra Ra. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, I felt like that could have been uh, a, a thing that could have could have caught on a little bit if he'd have gone to Arkansas. What about that? Is it tied in? Was he from uh, North Texas? That tied in. The I'm not, I'm not sure you're talking about. There's a player from. You oh, talking about the kid from Kansas, Ham, that flipped to uh, Kansas? Yeah, he flipped to Kansas. No, there's a there's oh, a. He's talking about a graduate. Uh, oh, from uh, North Texas. Yes, there's a. There's a yeah, yeah. He's tied in. Supposed mm-hmm. to be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think right? they'll absolutely bring in. Um, I say absolutely. I mean, they've got pretty pretty good talent. I mean, Tyrus Washington. That's another guy we didn't talk about. Yeah. But he had a nice game also. And you got to, you know, we give the NCAA a hard time and they deserve it. But when they do something right, you should mention it. And they did implement that new rule.